Welcome back to the Take the Candy podcast. It's episode 30. You're hanging with your host, John Anthony. And look, we are in the heart of conference tournament for NCAA basketball. I had a couple guys over this week flip me some emails um, and a couple DMs because the way the spreads come out. Um, Notably, as you guys know, with basketball now, I'm recording Tuesday, capping games myself and giving them out to you. And I think so far, I've been pretty spot on, which is a good sign considering this is what I do every day. But uh, I get it because these lines could change a little bit. Um, We can't change how soon spreads come out for basketball. So here's the deal for this one and for the weeks moving forward. It's going to take a little work on both ends. Currently, it is Thursday, March 10th, which is the same day that this thing is going to drop. Right now, as you listen to this, it's 4 a.m. Pacific time. So what I've done and what one of my producers has done has agreed to ride the wave, the all-night challenge. Talk about March Madness. Here it is. The The way the games are going to be scheduled, especially this week, we don't know who's going to win and who's going to lose, so how the hell do I give you a pick if we don't know who the fuck is playing? That may be the first time I curse on this podcast. Can I curse on this podcast? I can. You could edit it. But I don't have... There's no... Right, but there's no thing that I says I can't curse, right? All right. So there you go. 4 a.m. and we're keeping it real today. You're getting J.A. uncensored this week. So anyway, we got three games for you that are happening in a matter of hours. Some of these games are tipping at 12 noon Eastern. There's nothing I can do. I got to follow the system. You want me to stay up all night to give you the picks. I want you to listen at 9 a.m. Eastern when the damn thing drops. Otherwise, why the hell did I stay up all night? So there you go. That's what we're doing today. We're probably going to do that through the tournament as well. I could have just given you three NBA games, but system doesn't like NBA lately. I can't control it. We rock with the system. By the way, had Butler money line. Deal with that. Plus 240. So that's how it works here. Uh, Also, side note. Something I've been seeing, so I'm on the social now. A lot of uh, people in the industry following me. A lot of guys that uh, purport to be handicappers following me. I see the posts daily and, and whatnot. You know, a lot of what they do is they give favorites by five or more on the money line. That's their pick. So they find a team that's uh, minus five to minus ten, and their pick to you is that team money line. Get a grip. Get off it. That's a, that's nonsense. That's not how that's not how gambling is done. It's not how capping is done. And if you're following people and looking for picks, just follow the Take the Candy podcast, or just hit up your boy JA because getting these money line picks. I'll give you an example. I don't want to call anybody out. Uh, pick tonight that I saw on the social was Vatek money line. Vatek went off as a six point favorite. You can't do that to people. You can't do that to people, okay? The money line for Vatek was over was over minus two hundred, which means that you would have had to bet over two hundred dollars to win a hundred. 
Sure, they don't have to cover the number. All they have to do is win. But what if you lose, you dope? Then the people you're giving that pick to are going to lose double what they would have won. It makes no sense. Don't be silly and do that stuff. By the way, Vatek should have lost. They won on the last second three. But that's how close this guy came to making people lose double their money. So if you wanted to win 100, you would have had to bet 200 with this guy. And he came very close to losing all 200 and guaranteed next time you will. That's the way the gambling works. There's upsets for a reason. Like Butler, for example. This guy wanted to take uh, Xavier Moneyline. They were laying six and a half. Your boy J.A., well, he took Butler money line. They wanted an OT. That paid almost two and a half to one. So what's up, kids? That's how it's done. We sweat it out here, though, in the building, in the office. We got it done. Anyway, that's what's going on. That's my instruction. It is now 4.05 a.m. Pacific. And it's time to roll. DJ. DJ's changed this week. I got producer only. It's early. Producer, spin that music, baby. All right, here we go. Starting off in the Big East tournament, we got Marquette Creighton. They're playing at the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. Also, side note, if you want to play where in the world is J.A. this week, I'm headed to the East Coast. I'm going to be at the Big East final. So if you're around and you're at the Garden, just hit us up. We'll be in the building there uh, to see who's playing in that. We'd love to see Butler get all the way through. And I have zero ties to Butler. I just love that they were money line yesterday. So here we go. Marquette Creighton. Spread as of this morning is uh, Marquette minus three. That's Marquette as a three-point favorite. 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 Thank you. Game is tipping 2.30 p.m. Eastern. I think Fox Sports 1 is carrying the, the early rounds of the Big East tournament, um, if you're looking for it on the TV. So, it's a third meeting between these teams this season. The first two were both close games. The Blue Jays were victorious in both. However, the third time, the third time may be the charm here for the Golden Eagles. It may be the charm for the Golden Eagles. Now, here's the deal with Marquette. Three-pointers will be key in this game. Shaka Smart's team is fifth in the regular season in conference play, but the numbers show it had the potential to be a top three Big East performing team. They ranked first in the conference in effective field goal and two-point percentage, and they were also second in three-point percentage, which is a, a big stat because Marquette had the highest rate of shots from behind the arc in the conference. So to shoot that much from three and be second overall, it's a good stat. A potent offense is often what you know Marquette for, but this year they were actually sneaky good on defense, especially in conference. They finished third in adjusted uh, d defensive efficiency and second in effective field goal percentage allowed. So this is a team that nobody really talks about for their defense because you never really you never needed to they're always terrible they're actually excellent in conferences here so to get past creighton they're gonna not only have to hit the threes because you know they're gonna launch them but they gotta hit them and they need to do everything they can to limit creighton's opportunities from three they gotta close out they gotta stay low they gotta contest that's what they gotta do 
Now, Creighton is not a run-and-gun team. So to stick with Marquette, they're going to have to play their style of, of basketball, which the the edge they have is running set offenses and hitting the glass. They were last in the Big East. Uh, Marquette was last in the Big East in rebounding. That's a big, that's going to be a big stat in this game. This advantage is going to help Creighton get multiple opportunities. Don't forget, they have Kalkbrenner. The guy goes 7-1, I think. I think he's over 7 feet. I'm waiting for my producer to cover my ear. Uh, but he's not. So I'm pretty sure he's over 7 feet. Forget the Google. We don't have time for it. It's 4 a.m., baby. We got to give it to him almost live. Anyway, he's over 7 feet. I think he went for over 20 both times they played Marquette. They're really going to have to box. If they got a pinch, they got to slam, whatever they got to do, double them down. They got to hit the glass. That's what they need to do to win. Each team in this game has an advantage somewhere along the line. But Marquette, to, to play a team three times in one year and lose all three times, I'm just not buying it. I understand that they're laying the three. But not only does Marquette have a big edge when they're on offense, but the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie, right? And eventually, everything's going to come back to the mean. I think we're going to see it here. I think we're going to see Marquette find a way to do it. This time around, I think they're going to put everything together. They're going to be able to stifle Creighton enough to the point that when Marquette goes on a run, the deficit's going to be hard to come back from for Creighton because when it rains, it pours with Marquette. So picking this one is going to be the Marquette Golden Eagles, and we're going to lay the three. All right, here we go. SEC tournament. We got Vandy. Uh, we got Alabama. I think they're playing the SEC tournament down in Tampa. Uh, interesting note, Tampa really marketing their city as a place to relocate. Uh, not sure what that's about. Not sure if Tampa's struggling. I know some areas down there, uh, like St. Pete, uh, you know, are nice, but also have really bad areas. Uh, I personally wouldn't want to. I mean, every place has bad areas, right? Uh, even out here. But I wouldn't want to live in Tampa. So if you're getting those ads to relocate, like, don't do it. Like, don't. Just don't. Like, move out west, baby. Um, anyway, uh, that's where they're playing this. Spread as we're recording this morning is Bama is laying five. That's Bama minus five. Look, Vandy's got to play two games in 24 hours. And I get it. This time of year, a lot of teams do. Um you know, Vandy smoked Georgia, but I think Georgia won six games all season. Like, I, you know, I, I don't know how anybody can really look at the Georgia game um, and have it mean anything. Okay, the spread is Alabama minus five and a half. We're getting live updates here. We're getting live updates. I'm watching Sharp Money come in as I'm recording this. So if I go quiet, um, it's because I'm watching adjustments and money come in and I'm trying to give you... As live as we can be, this is the most live action that you're getting from the Take the Candy podcast. So, it is Bama. Okay, it's it's Bama. Bama's going to be at five or five and a half, minus five or minus five and a half, depending on your book. Uh, so, when you're going in, just keep that in mind. I think Bama is going to cover that number. I like Bama to six and a half. 
So Bama to six and a half. I'd be surprised. The game is tipping off at 8 p.m. Eastern. So this line, I could already tell you, is going to move a lot. I could tell you in regard to percentage of the money, uh, huge, huge percentage of the money from the public coming in on Vandy. Not sure what the public sees, but um, what do I know? Uh, I almost cursed again, but I can curse, we established. But I'm I'm not a big um, curse guy. So if you hear me curse, that's passion. Here's what we got. Public almost 70% coming in on Vandy, plus a five or plus a five and a half. But only 24% of the money. So what does that tell you? That means a lot of people betting $5, $10, $15, $20, $30, $30 up to $100, small bets, um, you know, relatively on Vandy. The percentage of the money, as in how much money is being spent on a game, 76% in favor of Bama, and the the percentage of the bets is 31. So 31% of the country is betting Bama, but they're coming they're covering 76% of the money. So what does that tell you? They're big bets. You know your boy J.A. We take the percentage of the money, not percentage of the bets. So we're riding the wave here with Bama. You know, there's not many teams in the country that can hang with Bama when they're on offensively. Vanderbilt is certainly not one of them. Now, sure, a lot of these games in these conference tournaments come close. You know, they grind out. These teams see each other during the year. And, and surely Vanderbilt had no problem getting rid of 14 seed Georgia, but like, who cares, right? Who cares? Vanderbilt outscored them 26-7 over, over the final 12 minutes of the first half. Uh, today, they had a 35-14 lead at the rip. And I don't think Georgia got closer than 15 the rest of the way. So Vandy this season averaging about 70 points a game. Not too good. Not too bad. Uh, about 35 rebounds a night. Look. For Alabama to avoid losing here, they were a lot like, good comparison is like LSU. They started the year very strong and they've kind of faded away here. I think they started 11 and two or 11 and three and they went, yeah, 11 and three, they went eight and nine for the rest of the way, 19 and 12 overall. They went 500 in the SEC, nine and nine. They enter last night before they played a lot of the games 27th in the country rating so they can't really help themselves here with a win but a loss could hurt in relation to the seeding line for the tournament which is a big deal which is a big big deal against LSU their last time out Bama was down eight in the first half they had to rally uh to lead by two by half when this team scores they score in bunches that's what I think we're going to see a lot tonight. I don't think Vandy's going to be able to run and gun with them. I think Vandy's going to be a little a little tired. I really do. I, I think their second game in 24 hours is going to show. Even though Alabama has struggled the second half of the season, it's still a fact that there are a few teams in the country that can, that can score with the tie. Vanderbilt's below average on offense. And while they have... They may have a slight edge on the defensive front. The last time they played Bama this year, they gave up 74 points. 
Bama can score. They can score the ball. They're going to do that today. You have to be concerned about Vandy playing this type of team on such a quick turnaround. So the pick in here is going to be Alabama Crimson Tide. You're going to lay the five, lay the five and a half, whatever your book is at, and just watch it. Don't take it if it goes over six and a half. If it does by tip, because this is an eight o'clock Eastern, hit us up on social. We'll see what, what we got and what the system shows us there. So that's a pick. Give me the Crimson Tide. All right, here we go. Favorite time of episode, Take the Candy Special. This one came in 11th hour. I was going to run straight through NCAA games and give you picks from there. I uh, had, had an NBA game come late through the wire here in the system. Uh, so much so, signal-wise, as we see it, that I got to give it to you. I can't leave it off the pod. Uh, so... It's Golden State. It's Denver at Denver. The game is tipping at 10 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Eastern. Spread as I record the pod. It looks like it's moving on me. David, do you see it moving? Um, wow, a lot of activity overnight, baby. This is how we do it. Okay, spread as I record the pod is the Warriors minus three and a half. Uh, it's Golden State, Denver. But it's to take the candy special. So the pick here is going to be the Nuggets plus the three and a half. Look, you got to back the dog that's home in this one. The Warriors are in a slump. And I know everybody says they're going to bounce out of it. They're going to, you know, Curry's going to go off, have one of these games. And that, that may be true. But let's wait and see. Here's the issue for the Warriors. The Splash Bros or whatever they want to call themselves can't even throw the ball into the ocean. In the last couple of games. Since the break, they're shooting just about 33%. Uh, I think combined, they're they're averaging about 32% from, from three. So one's at 33, one's at 30. I don't know which is which. But respectively, they're shooting about 32% on average from three. Now, they can erupt at any time. I get it. But during this slump that the two guys have had... They're just two and five over the last two weeks. They're falling in the standings and their offense really hasn't been the issue. It's really been their defense. Sure, Curry and Thompson aren't hitting shots, but their offense is finding a way to score. Wiggins has had some good games, they're, but they're allowing 116 points per 100 possessions. That's like the bottom half of the league. They really have to be better on defense and defense at the NBA level at this time of year. It's just desire. That's all it is. And if you can't get your offense going, it's going to be hard to have desire going back on D. Now, the Nuggets on the other end, they've been on fire since the All-Star break. 7-1. and one. They had a come-from-behind win against the Pelicans. Over that stretch, they've had the second-best point differential in the league at plus 12. The seventh-best offense and the third-best defense. They got it all coming together. They're humming right now. Jokic, he's impressive. I think he went for 38 tonight in, in the win. And a very strong case for MVP for the second consecutive year. That's impressive stuff right there. Now, the Nuggets have to do a better job at half-court defense to stop the Warriors' half-court offense when they run sets and so forth. Their weak point defensively is their half-court defense. No question. They can defend um, the fast break, but they, they have a really hard time 
to defend the half-court offense, especially with the way the shooters are struggling for Golden State. You could look to see them maybe push in this game, get some open looks, and I think that may play into the hands of the Nuggets a little bit. This could be a great game. I think it's a national broadcast. So if you're if you're not watching college hoops, if you're not into college hoops, because I get it, I, I do. I, I mean, I like this time of year as somebody who's in this business, but I don't like college basketball. I I, I don't think I, I don't think it's uh I don't think it's the best purest form of ball now yeah everybody loves a good buzzer beater but i'm an nba guy so uh deal with that deal with that that's the truth about your point ja uh but i do love college this time of year but you're very seldom gonna find me watching a college game uh during the you know quote unquote regular season i won't pop it on i'll watch the nba Uh, so anyway uh not that you care uh for some reason this early in the morning i just had a feeling that you guys maybe gave a shit about what I do, but you might not. So if you don't care, then, you know, sorry, sorry about it. All right. The pick is what you came here for. Obviously, then if you don't care about me, so the pick is Denver plus a three and a half. They, Denver's got three in a row and four of their last six against Golden State. I, I think Denver's been better since the All-Star break and they're really starting to put it together and make a run. I think Jokic is going to be probably the MVP of the league again, even though it's going to be a nice finish. The Nuggets definitely have a rest disadvantage uh, coming off a quick turnaround here. But as long as Jokic can play, they're going to, I think they're going to win this game outright. But take the candy, baby, because that's what this is. Give me the Nuggets plus the three and a half. That's going to bring us to the end of episode 30 of the Take the Candy podcast. It's March Madness, baby. Here we go. Um... We almost gave it to you live. As we close up, some of these games are tipping in a couple hours on the East Coast. So we love it. It's going to be a long, it's going to be a long run here these next couple weeks as we get through March Madness. Big shout out to my producer, David Gray, who is here through the night with me to get this done. Uh, he may not know how tall my main man is on Creighton. But he did the best he could, folks. He did the best he could for what time it is and what we got going on. So big shout to him. Big shout to the whole team um, for finding a way to make this work to get me in here uh, the crack of dawn to get these out so you can have them for today. Damn, it's the first time I'm signing off. And you missed me by maybe two hours. You missed me by maybe two hours. So that's a deal. Um as far as March packages are concerned, I know the guys that are going to sign up probably already signed up, but I just want to remind you, there are multiple packages that involve the actual tournament. So we have uh, we have an all-encompassing package, which included the conference tournaments. You are too late to the party for that one. But we do have some for just uh, the tournament. So we have a package for the early rounds. We have a package for the Sweet 16. We have a package for the Elite Eight and the Final Four. Uh, so if you if you still are interested, let us know. Hit us up. We'll get you the info, and we'll get you signed up. If you're interested in our major packages for the whole run here, those are closed. You miss a boat. It's too little too late for y'all. But you could still get the other packages. That's something we're going to leave open until the day it ends. So, for example, our early round package is going to close when they tip the first game of the first round of the tournament. 
Make sense? So that's how it works. So if you're still interested, let us know. You still have a little time. Uh, but time is ticking, baby. Time is ticking. As always, humbled that you came here and listened. Good luck today. Good luck uh, in any action that you're taking. Remember to always bet responsibly within your means. Do not, do not drive yourself into a hole that you can't get out. Have a little fun. Maybe take a shot if you got some extra shekels on a team at the money line like your boy J.A. had Butler last night. It was a nice win in OT. That was a nice W. And it cash, baby, and it cash. One thing J.A. can promise you is that I'm never going to give you a favorite on the money line. I'll never do it. I'll never do it. I, I won't do it to boost stats or whatever because all I got to do is look at my returns, and my returns are strong, and that's what matters. It's not about – I can take 10 teams that are minus 9 and just take a money line and be 10-0, and 0, but that's nonsense. That's not, it's not how it's done, and it's also not how you make money. So keep that in mind when you're following these other losers out there. Stick with your boy, J.A. Stick with the Take the Candy podcast. And good luck. Let's go get it done.